I'm so excited to have my friend Brittany Castro here today on Coach's Corner. She is my go-to whenever I want advice on empowering people on their self-worth and finances. She is an expert. Let me just tell you a little bit more about who she is. I'll read her fancy bio and then we're going to dive right into my talk with her. So Brittany Castro, certified financial planner, entrepreneur, and speaker, is the founder and CEO of Financially Wise Women, a Los Angeles-based financial planning firm for women. But don't worry, guys, this information we're going to talk about today is for you too. She specializes in working with busy professional and entrepreneurs who are passionate about life and want to gain clarity around their money. Brittany's mission is to help people plan and create the life of their dreams free from anxiety about money. Don't we all want that? She is known for her innovative, non-judgmental, compassionate approach to financial planning, and I know that you'll experience that today. She's become a super well-known financial expert for people of all ages and has national media recognition. She's been on CNN, CNBC, The Wall Street Journal, New York Times, CBS, KTLA, Glamour, lots of it. I mean, she is the real deal. Away from the office, you can find her working out. We were just talking about our exercise routine this morning. Drinking coffee or a green smoothie, playing at the park with her dog, Arya. How do you say that, Arya? Arya, yeah. Arya, great. And of course, dancing. And we'll put all the links to her website, and she has a special offer that she's going to talk about at the at the end of our interview as well. So thank you so much, Brittany, for being our coach on Coach's Corner this week. Thanks, Christine, for having me. I always love doing anything with you. It's just so much fun <laughs> and easy. Yes, we've played together a lot. And like I said, yeah. whenever I want to talk about money or self-worth, I'm like, oh, need to have Brittany on. So thank yeah. you. Thank of you. Of course. So, you know, this week's coaching episode, I, I coach uh, a woman named Jenny, and she was having, a, she is a health coach, and then she's also uh, has an MLM business, and she was just having trouble being successful. Like, she would, you know, take five steps forward and then four steps back, and was really having trouble generating money. And this is a theme I see, especially among women, is really making money, whether it's in their corporate job, they can't land the job that they want, or if they're entrepreneurs, they love what they're doing. But the business side of it and the money side of it is is harder. And what we got to in the episode is that it wasn't about like her not being committed. It was really about deeper issues. You know, she grew up feeling seen, not heard, and had some unresolved self-worth stuff that was really getting in her way. And I know this is something that you run up that you come up against a lot in your work with people, especially women, is that self-worth is often very tied to net worth. And so I'm just curious, what have you seen in your work, Brittany, in terms of how self-worth really impacts our ability to make and maintain a healthy financial life? It's such a great topic to explore. And I'm glad that Jenny um, has, you know, luckily been uh, sharing this with you because I think it's something that we all are affected with. And, you know, I'm a financial planner. I've been doing this for over 10 years. I'm definitely not a licensed therapist or coach, but just from working with thousands of people on their financial lives, one thing I always say is that we can't just have this amazing tactical financial plan without exploring the spiritual side, emotional side of money because ultimately it won't work long term. 
you know, it's kind of like a diet. There might be some things that you change and it sticks and it works temporarily. But long term, if you're really craving the financial success and freedom and fulfillment, all those key phrases that we often think about with our money, you have to do the work what you're doing and talking about to, to explore, okay, what are these concepts? What are these limiting beliefs that are holding me back from achieving what I want in my financial life? And so with women, I think just if you look at the history of money, women haven't always had the ability to even manage money and control money. I mean, in the 1950s, really, you know, women needed a male cosigner if they wanted to get anything, you know, bank, loan or anything like that. So it hasn't been that long in terms of our society in which we as women can go out there, be independent, have control of our money, take charge in our careers, manage the finances finances and, and do it. So, you know, in the history of it all, we are still new. So there's a lot of, of these um, beliefs around self-worth that I think still affect a lot of us as women. And um, one tip that I have is if you're really like getting more and more clear, like, oh, maybe I'm being held back from achieving that income that I want or charging the amount uh, that I want for my services because I'm just afraid or I don't feel that I'm worth it or I'm not even confident that what I'm bringing to the table is matching the value that I'm asking for. Then, you know, see that clearly and then do some self-exploration to say, huh, where where did that come from? Is that even mine? Is that just something I, you know, was told to believe? And honor yourself along the way because I think when you become clear about something, it's it's a little bit scary and it's also very exciting. And, you know, maybe it's not going to be perfect right away, but if you say, um, look, I want to make more money and I see clearly now that there's this belief that I have that I'm not worth the money or I, you know, I don't feel confident asking for it, then acknowledge that part about it, but then get like real with it and say, well, but I am worth it and do your research and figure out what other people in your field are charging. And then one thing I say from the tactical side of it is get clear about how much money you actually need and want, you know, because I think a lot of people always just have these hypothetical things like I want to make more money. Well, yeah, we all do. <laughs> so what does that mean? Like $5,000 more a year, um, $10,000 more, $100,000 more. I mean, what is the number that you want to bring home and make? Because the more clear you are about what it is and why, then the easier it will be for you to work through those concepts or limiting beliefs and, and that self-worth and value to actually create it for yourself. I love that you're saying this uh, because in, in my secret sauce business training program where I teach people how to build their business or create a new business, one thing that we always have them do in the beginning is get very specific about numbers, what they're making, what they want to make. And for two reasons. One, it's for exactly what you're saying. Like it's, it's hard to set the goal uh, and without a specific number in mind. And second, to really break it down, to really be like, okay, if I want to make $100,000, how am I going to do that? Because I think I, for a lot of people, especially women, we just have this number in our mind, like $100,000, and then it feels overwhelming. 
And we're like, okay, I'll just lower it. Uh, uh, 60,000 is enough. And I see so many people do that. They kind of put themselves on sale. They, they go for less than they deserve. I even know the statistic, and I'm sure you're familiar with this, that, you know, women, are four times less likely to ask for a raise and only apply for a job when they feel 100% qualified versus men will apply when they feel 60% qualified. And so I love that you're having us get really specific about what we wanna make. And it's that kind of feeling intimidated or, or sense of overwhelm that I think stops a lot of us in our tracks. And I know that's one thing that you're really great at and why I reach out to you a lot is that finances feel daunting to people. It's a lot of sometimes shame around debt um, or shame around not knowing about money or how to invest or all those kinds of things. So what's your advice for people that are feeling a little shame either around debt or around not knowing what to do about their money or around um, being completely overwhelmed when it comes to finances? Yeah, um, I would say just break it down. You know, with the debt thing, there's a lot of shame with that. And it's so ironic, Christine, because we live in a debt nation. So the it's like the government's in debt, a majority of people are in debt. And so there, there's just this like whole negative concept around debt. And look, I, I understand having debt is not great. You know, we definitely want to get out of debt and, you know, become financially wealthy on the other side. But having the shame and the negative feelings and emotions while you're in it, um, it's not going to help. And so one thing is, okay, be honest, how much debt do you really have? And it can be scary. A lot of people just completely avoid it altogether because they're just scared at how much it is, that they'll never pay it off, that it's hopeless. But like anything, like we just said, if you if you know the target, if you know what the goal is, then you're that much more likely to achieve it. So you have to get clear about what is the debt that you have. Is it student loan debt? How much? What's the minimum payment? What's the interest rate? Is it credit card debt, car loan, business loan? Like whatever it is, list out all the debts and be clear about what you have. And when you do that, you might experience like those emotions. Oh my God, shame, guilt, overwhelm, anxiety. And so be gentle with yourself during this time. One activity I have people do, and that this is something I teach in my online money class, um, I actually have people write a letter to their debt and um, you get out whatever you need to get out. So you might start this letter like, dear debt, I hate you. You're ruining my life. I hate paying you every month. You know, like get out all those emotions that you feel with it. And then once you do that, set the tone and write another letter. And this is where you want to have more of that clean intention, positive intention moving forward. So once you get out all those emotions of how you truly feel about having this debt, then maybe you write the next letter and say, dear debt, you know, even though it's not that enjoyable to have you, I'm still going to have fun paying you off every month. Every time when I make that monthly payment, I'm actually going to feel good about it because I know that I was able to leverage you or use you and, and to pay for my education or pay for something that I wanted. And now maybe, you know, um, I'm learning that moving forward, I don't necessarily want to do it this way, you know. And so you kind of have to go through that emotional 
like roller coaster with it because um, I think that's part of the journey of debt reduction and paying off the debt and overcoming the shame. Like I said earlier, it's very difficult to have a tactical plan and stick to it without dealing with the emotional side of it. I just think that's not a holistic mindset with money and I don't know how real it is and I've just never really seen it work for people. So be, be real with it and then give yourself like mini challenges and rewards, you know, because it, it's so cliche, but it really is about the journey. Sometimes when you're paying off debt or working on your goals, it takes years. It's not something that happens overnight. It might take a one year, five years. So you might as well learn how to have fun with it and keep going and stay motivated. Maybe you find a, a buddy. I love having financial buddies, you know, maybe your girlfriend or a significant other, and you, you hold each other up, you know, and cheer each other on and have as much fun with it as possible. I love that you're saying this because, I mean, you know me. I'm all about mm -hmm. the holistic approach and emotional yeah. processing, and we can't shift anything, whether it be debt or weight or heartache, without the emotional aspect of it. So, you know, debt, money is a relationship. It's not a, a person, but it, it definitely is a relationship. So, having that holistic approach is, you're right, it's the only way to actually heal it so that it doesn't keep repeating. Because I find with so many people, they pay off some debt, and then a year later, they're in debt again and then they pay off more debt, and then they're in debt again. So you've got to stop this cycle by doing the, the deeper work, um, like I started to do with Jenny. So if you missed that episode, go back and listen to it and really deal with the, the self-worth part as, as well and, and the shame. And like what I think both Brittany and I are saying to you too is you've got to take the shame off of debt. It's not helping. It's it's really, really not helping. It's like you, what have you learned? How are you going to shift it? But don't waste any more of your precious energy shaming yourself for it because that's going to completely impact your self-worth, which also impacts your ability to generate more money. Mm -hmm. So so let's shift gears here for a second because you are a financial planner and that's, that's uh, definitely something that I have learned that I have needed in my life. You know, I have my zone of genius and I have a financial planner that I work with and I'm so glad because I can really go to them uh, and, and pick upon their expertise rather than thinking I need to know it all myself. So I think one of the misunderstandings is that people think they need a lot of money to have a financial planner. So you, can you talk a little bit about that myth? Yes. And I love that you have a financial planner. I mean, you've always said that from day one ever since I met you. And I think that's just so smart. Um, and and I, I just hope that people really hear that. Like you operate in your zone and you pay for services of other professionals to help you operate you know, at that high level. So I think that's just so impressive, Christine. Um, mm. And I'm well, glad you shared that. Yeah, well, thanks. Shout out to Calvin and Ben Duckett over at Morgan Stanley. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Um, yeah, so there is this belief that financial planners are expensive or you need a lot of money to work with a financial planner. Um, okay, here's the situation. Everybody who has, well, I shouldn't say everybody, but most people who have financial success in their lives have it because they've worked with a financial planner. So everybody needs financial planning. There's not one person 
um, who is born with more financial wisdom than another. We all, you know, come onto the earth, you know, at the same level. And it's those people who actually invest time and energy and money into improving their financial lives and hiring the right people and taking classes and um, listening to like, you know, podcast interviews like this that actually are the ones who create the success that we look at from the outside and think, wow, how did they do it? I want that too. So everybody needs financial planning. And once you accept that fact, then it's just a matter of finding the right fit for you. There's many ways that financial planners work. For example, I am a fee-only financial planner. So I kind of work like, I guess, a coach in that sense. I charge flat fees for a specific amount of time that we work together. I work with my clients to build a plan, to educate them on the plan, and then help them implement it and have review calls so that they stay accountable. So that's one way. I'm a fee only. So, you know, if that resonates to you and what you're looking to achieve, then it would be a good fit for us to work together. Um, there's other people in the financial industry who, who help you based on the amount of assets that you have. So they might say, in order to work with me, you need a portfolio of 100000 or 250000 and they'll charge a percentage to manage that money, and they might meet with you a few times a year and talk about other things in your financial life. So that's another option. And then there's those people who are very transactional based, mainly working on commissions. They're usually your insurance professionals or bank representatives. Nothing against these people. I think um, there's a lot of um, great financial professionals who work on commission-based, but keep in mind they're commission-based. So they're going to really be helping you with probably only one product or service. You're probably not going to get the comprehensive plan. They're probably not going to help you with your budgeting and your mindset. <laughs> um, so, you know, just be clear about what it is that you're looking for and then do some research and find the best fit for you. And um, there's a great website called cfpboard.net. And if you go to that, you can find a certified financial planner um, in your area. You can filter it for other criteria, criteria you might have. And I would suggest you call one or two and interview them and see who you vibe with. Because it also comes down to finding somebody that you really like and trust. And uh, ultimately, what you're looking to do is build a long-term relationship with this person. Very similar to a doctor. You want to be, you know thinking long-term and not, you know, short-term, just need a quick fix. Exactly. So there's definitely many types. Um, everybody needs a financial planner. So don't let this idea that you need more money or, you know, your portfolio needs to be bigger hold you back from the reality, which is, no, you need to go work with somebody. So just find the right one for you. I love that. I love that. And I know a lot of people are probably resonating with you right now. So I'd love for you to tell people how they can find you. And also, I know that you have a free event coming up that's all about socking away more cash without giving away those lattes we all love. So tell us where people can find you and tell us about this webinar that you have coming up. Great. Yes. Everyone can find me at financiallywisewomen.com. You can check me out. I offer one-on-one -on -one financial planning services. I have an online course that's basically the financial education course none of us received growing up. 
Um, and yes, I'm teaching a free virtual masterclass next Tuesday, July 19th. I'm offering it twice at 12 p.m. and 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So anyone everywhere <laughs> can find the best time for them and access it. Um, it's a webinar and I'm teaching the five habits of money saving women. And really, these habits are great long term. They're easy to implement and you won't have to give up your daily lattes if you don't want to. <laughs> um, and what you'll find is when you check me out and listen to how I teach um, finance and especially money management, it's a lot about this holistic life, you know, living the life that you want and finding ways to relate with your money and use your money to create that. So I'm not about, you know, all this restrictive stuff. I think you're a smart woman. You know what you want. You know consciously what decisions you have to make for yourself to make it happen. And I think when you have that kind of freedom to choose authentically in alignment with those goals, then you're going to be that much more uh, motivated to stay the course. So I totally agree. Totally yeah. agree. I, I yeah. Freedom is my number one core value. And I, I see so many people try to change especially with money or, or body, food, diet, but with restriction. And whenever we restrict, there's another part of us that wants to rebel. So it's more about empowering and, and finding that freedom and you know knowing that you're capable of creating the lifestyle you want. And that's what I really love about you and your work and your mission, Brittany, is it's such a holistic approach. And I'm super excited for this webinar that people can join. And I also know that a lot of people listen to the podcasts. Um, they catch up, so they listen to, they may be listening to this after July 19th. Will that still be available somewhere for them to watch after that date? Yeah, so I would just suggest um, get on the free webinar if you're listening to this before July 19th. If you just go to the link below, um, you can sign up and register for the webinar. And then afterward, just come over to financiallywisewomen.com and you know sign up and we'll be able to give you that webinar afterward as well. Cool. And everybody, the link is in the show notes for this episode. Thank you so much, Brittany, for sharing your heart, sharing your wisdom, and just the work that you do in the world to really empower women financially. Because I think when people, especially women, are empowered financially, we have so much more freedom to go and impact the world in the way that we're called to serve. So thank you for your service. Thanks, Christine. My pleasure. And thank you for having me. 